Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. I'm going to start today's podcast with a story about a bear from a national park. Bears need their mothers, the park ranger explained to my group of students. Do you know what happens when they're orphaned? They die, one of the students guessed. Sometimes, the ranger said, but if the bear is old enough, it just might survive on its own. Has that ever happened in the park? Another student asked. Yes, about four years ago, the ranger said. We put a radio collar on a young bear that had lost its mother. We kept track of it all winter long, hoping it would make it through. In the springtime, we discovered what happens when a bear cub doesn't have its mother around. It died? The first student said. No, the ranger answered. We flew over a mountain in the spring and saw a big brown boulder sticking up out of the snow. Our radio tracker beeped, so we dropped down closer and realized the brown boulder was the young bear with his head stuck into a snow cave. Why wasn't he all the way inside? A student asked. Evidently, he didn't learn from his mother not to dig his place to hibernate on the south side of the mountain. We all laughed, and the ranger went on to explain how the young bear had survived against all odds, despite his poor choice to hibernate on the wrong side of the mountain. We can actually learn a lot from bears and their sleep habits during the wintertime. Bears can hibernate just about anywhere, including under porches, in hollow trees, in snow caves or natural caves. Likewise, we can sleep just about anywhere too, but our best rest happens when we have the most comfortable and safest surroundings. And if we're not getting the right kind of sleep or the right amount of time, it will make it more difficult for us to maintain or lose weight. I'll explain more about that later. Bears hibernate every winter without fail. Scientists have discovered how captive bears struggle to maintain a healthy weight if they get fed year-round. Zoos have started restricting their captive bears' food supplies in the fall, and the captive bears go into hibernation. This hibernation allows them to maintain their regular rhythms of rest. And the same holds true for us. If we don't get regular rhythms of rest, it can really mess with our ability to maintain or lose weight. And bears don't actually sleep the whole time that they're in hibernation. They get up and they move around, but they don't eat, drink, urinate, or defecate for three to seven months, depending on where they live. How many of you have ever been in a deep sleep and had to get up and go to the bathroom, and then it's taken hours to fall back asleep? That would be one advantage of being a bear. When we rest, we don't have to stay in bed all day long or avoid using the bathroom. But we should take a break away from things that normally fuel us. What would happen if we took a day to hibernate from social media, busyness, striving, housework, homework, or any kind of work? What if we walked around outside or spent time with our cubs, um, I mean kids, or other important people in our lives? Believe it or not, mother bears give birth while they hibernate. The cubs fend for themselves for the first few months of their lives while mama bear sleeps. We once had a mama bear and cub climb a tree next to our house in Montana, and they stayed there for about 24 hours. Why? Apparently, the mama needed a rest. 
She made sure Baby stayed above her in the tree, and she dozed most of that time. I don't advocate letting your children run amok for months on end while you hibernate. But mamas need rest too. Delegate more duties to your kids at an age-appropriate level. You don't have to do it all, really. Check in to a local hotel for a night and let your partner take care of the home front for 24 hours. And then return the favor. Those are just a few of the things we can learn from bears and how they hibernate. Now let's get down to the nitty-gritty of what happens when we don't properly hibernate or get enough rest. I'll leave a link in the show notes to the study where most of this information comes from. There is a cascade effect to not getting enough sleep. If you don't get enough sleep, you'll crave high-fat, high-carb foods, which in turn make it more difficult to sleep at night. This will in turn put you at risk for obesity. According to a study published in the National Center for Biotechnology Information, in April of 2022, there is a higher rate of obesity in adults who reported less than seven hours of sleep each night. In addition, another study shows that adults who get less than six hours of sleep a night also have a higher body mass index. Not getting enough sleep puts us at risk for future weight gain, too. And people who don't get enough sleep are also hungrier, which makes it more difficult to restrict calories or to say no to something full of saturated fats or to nibbling on snacks at odd hours. And I know the truth of that because it happens to me every summer when I drive from Arizona to Alaska. I end up driving for 10 to 12 hours a day and then because there's so much light outside, I'll stay up later and later, which in turn makes me snack more and more. So by the time I reach my destination, I've eaten way more unhealthy food than I normally would in a week. And I usually put on a few pounds. So there's no benefit in staying awake longer and making the trip shorter if I'm just going to arrive at my destination feeling awful. Being unable to resist saturated fats or nibbling on snacks all the time creates a vicious cycle because people who have a poor diet usually have poor sleep. They don't sleep as deeply for as long and they tend to wake up more often. The quality of sleep we have each night helps our body decide which hormones to produce. Unfortunately, two of those hormones, ghrelin and leptin, regulate our appetite and caloric intake. Ghrelin stimulates hunger and leptin helps us feel full. If we don't get enough sleep, we produce more ghrelin and less leptin. That means if we get a poor night's sleep, our bodies will tell us we're hungry and will fail to tell us when we've had enough to eat. The poorer our sleep at night, the more susceptible our bodies are to poor choices about food during the day. Weight regulation has little to do with willpower and a lot to do with sleep. So how can we break the cycle? I'll give you three hacks to help you break the cycle once and for all. Hack number one, consider your why. If you want to lose weight and improve your sleep, make sure you have clear reasons for doing so. I'll leave a link in the show notes to help you figure it out. Hack number two, decide where you want to break the cycle. Do you want to start by getting better sleep? What can you cut out of your evening or morning to make more margin for sleep? Experts suggest turning off screens an hour before you sleep each night. I'll leave a link in the show notes with suggestions on setting up a bedtime routine. Getting better sleep at night will make it easier for you to make healthy food choices during the day. Or maybe you think it would be easier to slowly incorporate more fiber, fruits, and vegetables into your diet. 
An increase in healthy food will help you sleep better at night, which will in turn help you make better food choices during the day. It's up to you, though, where you think you can be most successful. Maybe you want to try breaking the cycle by changing your eating and sleep habits at the same time. Keep a journal or do an after-action review. I'll leave links in the show notes to an after-action review form to help you understand how your efforts at change pay off. I've discovered a clear link between lack of sleep and poor eating habits. Hack number three, remember the bears. Remember all the things I told you about bears earlier on. Choose a wise spot to rest and make sure it's a comfortable place with no lights, no television, and no electronics so that you can get your best sleep. Remember, the bears taught us to rest regularly. You need regular sleep. Aim for seven and a half to nine hours a night. About four years ago, I discovered I was only getting about six hours of sleep each night. And I've gradually increased that to seven and a half hours of sleep a night. It has made a huge difference in my mental outlook and my ability to maintain a healthy weight. And remember, bears don't actually sleep the whole time they're in hibernation. Getting seven to nine hours of sleep each night is important, but it's just as important to take a weekly rest from your regular activities. I'll leave some links in the show notes about the concept of taking a Sabbath rest each week. And the fourth thing that we learned from bears, if you need to set hard boundaries for nighttime routines and enlist the help of your family, then go ahead and do it. It's important that you get the rest that you need so that you can function at optimal levels. You'll discover that getting more sleep will help you in your mental, academic, and spiritual life as well. So don't forget the three hacks for breaking out of the bad sleep cycles that you may have fallen into. Hack number one, consider your why. Hack number two, decide where you want to break the cycle. And hack number three, remember all the things that we can learn from bears. Come back next week when we talk about why we should make physical health a priority in our lives. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together, we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.